0: Hello, I'm your host, Laura Ambler. Welcome to the Creating Your Community Podcast 2021 edition. Every day, I read articles and see posts about increased loneliness, depression, and anxiety. People are feeling cut off and isolated, even though social media is busier than ever. My friends tell me they want to build connection, especially during this time of COVID-19, but they don't know how. This is where I hope this podcast can help. Last year, I was inspired to make this podcast a daily event. Because of feedback from you, I've decided to continue my daily musings on how to build a new relationship with yourself and those around you. I'll share fun facts, ideas for self care, and other morsels of good stuff I've discovered. Let's make 2021 a year of inner exploration and connection with the world around us. Here comes Johnny Appleseed. Appleseeds are all he needs. Planting orchards on his way out west, wears a pot upon his head. Beneath the trees he makes his bed. Folks say Johnny's apples are the best. Today is Johnny Appleseed Day. There are actually two recognized days to celebrate him. Today, during planting season, and in September to commemorate Johnny's birth. I'd rather celebrate planting season. Johnny Appleseed's life work. Johnny was born John Chapman on September 26th, 1774, in Massachusetts. His father was a minute man and fought at Bunker Hill. The poem about his calling, talk about him planting trees out west, but in his time, the Wild West meant West Virginia, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Iowa. He also planted apple and pear trees in Michigan and Wisconsin. Quite a territory to cover, considering he traveled by horse, canoe, and usually on foot, barefoot. He planted trees and tended sick orchards, but his main calling was tending ailing souls. Johnny was a follower and missionary of the Swedish spiritual leader, Emanuel Swedenborg, who taught that faith should go hand in hand with charity and that charity must be exercised through good works. So Johnny Appleseed practiced good works by planting trees and passing out books. He also cared deeply about animals, including insects. One story goes that on a cool autumn night, While lying by his campfire in the woods, he observed that the mosquitoes flew in the blaze and were burned up. Johnny, who wore on his head a tin utensil, which answered both as a cap and a mush pot, filled it with water and quenched the fire, and afterwards said, God forbid that I should build a fire for my comfort that should be the means of destroying any of God's creatures. Another time, he allegedly made a campfire in a snowstorm at the end of a hollow log in which he intended to pass the night, but found it occupied by a bear and cubs. So he removed his fire to the other end and slept on the snow in the open air rather than disturb the bear. Definitely an eccentric, but a kind eccentric. It said that he had a pet wolf that had started following him after he healed its broken leg. He also took care of a horse that was about to be put down. He bought the horse, bought some acres nearby, and then turned the horse out to recover. He gave the horse to someone who was needing help on a farm asking the person to treat it humanely. He was a vegetarian. He never married because he thought he would find his perfect soulmate in heaven, as she did not appear to want to find him on earth. When he died, he had a very interesting obituary in the paper. This is what the Fort Wayne Sentinel said about Johnny Appleseed. On the same day in this neighborhood, at an advanced age, Mr. John Chapman, better known as Johnny Appleseed, the deceased, died. He was well known through this region by his eccentricity and the strange garb he usually wore. He followed the occupation of a nurseryman, and has been a regular visitor here upwards of 10 years. He was a native of Pennsylvania, we understand, but his home, if home he had, for some years past, was in the neighborhood of Cleveland, where he has relatives living. He is supposed to have considerable property, yet denied himself almost the common necessities of life, not so much perhaps for avarice as from his peculiar notions on religious subjects. He was a follower of Swedenborg and devoutly believed that the more he endured in this world, the less he would have to suffer and the greater would be his happiness hereafter. He submitted to every privation with cheerfulness and content, believing that in so doing, he was securing snug quarters hereafter. In the most inclement weather, he might be seen barefooted and almost naked, except when he chanced to pick up articles of old clothing. Notwithstanding the privations and exposure he endured, he lived to an extreme old age, not less than 80 years at the time of his death, though no person would have judged from his appearance that he was 60. He always carried with him some work on the doctrines of Swedenborg, with which he was perfectly familiar, and would readily converse and argue on his tenets, using much shrewdness and penetration. His death was quite sudden. He was seen on our streets a day or two previous. So today, celebrate Johnny Appleseed by planting a tree or eating an apple. And thanks for listening. Please join me tomorrow for creating your community. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And follow Creating Your Community on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Talk with you tomorrow.